Hey, and welcome back to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. I'm Russ. He's Steve. And tis the season for Halo in episode 272 today, May 14th, 2022. We're going to be catching up with each other before going right into our topic of the day, which is... The Halo Infinite Season 2 Lone Wolf Impressions, which you can fast forward to if you look at the timestamps located below. And before we get into the nitty gritty of things, make sure you overkill that subscribe button, maybe respawn that notification bell, that way you will not miss a single solitary episode that drops once a week, most of the time every week. Ah. <laughs> uh, Steve, yes. welcome to the weekend, good sir. It is great, Russ. The weekends are uh, wonderful. It is indeed. And the time is going by faster. The older I get, Russ. Um, yeah. the, the time, I mean, it's good that the time in between each weekend is faster. Mm-hmm. But it's not good that they're happening so quickly. I mean, we're almost in June, which is half the year gone. Bye-bye. Which means that we're going to have like the longest, like brightest day. The sun's going to be up. And then everything after that, it's going to be heading down. I was actually wondering that the other day about which month has like the longest day mm. of sunlight in the year. Do you, is it June uh, or is I it July? I think it's June um, because if, if you think about it, like there's the, there's the time change. Yeah. And, and so everything is brighter or sunnier. Mm. For longer, yeah, right, and so you would get to the mid part of the year, then you're kind of heading down because you're the seasons are going to change from summer into fall. So I think it's like the end of June, beginning of July, yeah, uh, and then yeah, so it's going to start getting darker, and it's going to you know after summer, of course, it's going to start getting cooler. So, um, but it just it's crazy to think that uh, man, all, like in the middle of May, uh-huh. we had like no winter. Basically, <laughs> we had like a week of winter. I feel as though we kind of needed that, though. We, we needed a minor winter from the winter before where it was like that frozen Arctic wasteland. Well, well we still got it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, not as much. It wasn't but it, like we didn't lose power this time. We didn't lose power that this time. Was, which yeah. is good. But anyhow, um, so yeah, weeks are, are, are ticking off there, Russ. I feel they like, are. Uh, man, craziness. Anyway. It, well, April was like that too. I, I feel as though April came and went and mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, May will probably stick around a bit longer, but May, like you said, I mean, we're already in the middle of May, so it's... Uh, what are going to do? It's pretty crazy like nah. how that is. Fun question yes. for you though. Are you the type of person that prefers having more sunlight or less sunlight? So I would say more sunlight. Um, I, I, I like the cooler winter weather. I mm. like the rain. Of course, we get kind of rain throughout the year here um, <laughs> when it happens. Yes. Um, but I mean, it's, it's nice that, that the sun will stay up longer. I mean, you have your evenings. I mean, and, you know, when the sun goes down earlier, it's like, oh, five o'clock or four thirty, the sun's going. You're like, man, well, yeah. if I drive anywhere, it's like pitch black nighttime now. It's like, yeah, just six o'clock, you know, versus if you want to go out for dinner or you sure. want to take an evening walk or something, or you want to go out with friends, then I mean, the, the sun's just up. You have more light. Like to, to do things, see further. Yeah. So I, I would say I'd like the, the sun um, up higher, longer, yes. more, more daytime. I'm the same. I, I really nah. prefer having the longer days. I like waking up to my room with that like welcoming glow. Mm. 
My wife is the opposite. My wife loves more of the winter time where um, the sun takes longer to get up, like like the the mornings stay dark longer, that sort of thing. But for me, it's just like my personality. It's for, I, I prefer the sunshine. Well, I can't. Okay, so that one little dosey dough. Uh, I can agree on that because I don't want the sun to come in my room and wake me up. I mean, I'm going to have my room dark as can be anyway, but sometimes like it peeks through the blinds and I have like this shaft of sunlight, like right in my, ah, I have to wake up now. It's like someone's like holding a light over here. Oh, son, you been drinking? Uh, and (laughs) and I don't like that. I'd rather just wake up and then of course open the blinds and then, oh, sunshine. The other thing I like too is... I just love having sunlight longer in the evening. Like I, I love having sunlight until like nine o'clock at night. Mm. It's just fun. I find myself being more productive. I'm just more alert. I want to do more things versus like in the wintertime. I mean, it gets dark probably around 630 yeah. or so. And so it's like, oh my goodness. Like I feel yeah. like the day is just kind of over, even though it's the same amount of hours. But that's right, Ross. anyway, hmm. well, what have I been playing? Is what you're going to ask me. There, I Russ. was, yes. Well, uh, I will say, uh, so I'm still playing Elden Ring. Good for you, Steve. Which is great. I'm on level about 84 or 5 That's impressive. Around there. And uh, lost a lot of runes along the way. Uh, I was telling you the other night, that's how I started my week. You did. He lost uh, between 75,000 and 100,000 and um, kept on dying a lot. It was partly my fault, I will say. I, I mean, mm. I, I, won't, I won't. Well, I'll, I'll just say how I did it. I, I was, I would lose my runes and then I would go back and I would try and find them. And I'm like, ah, I'll slaughter some enemies along the way, you know, and I'll pick up some more. And then like, and then what would happen is like the enemy, who I can easily snuff. Yes would get me into a corner. I would just find my way into a corner and then they would like, Oh, here's a corner. Do a stab. And it could just be like a torch or it could just be like, uh, like some enemies like throw out some like gunpowder or whatever it is. And like, you know, all uh, this kind of flames. And so it, it pushes me up against the wall where I'm at. Sure. And then it does like multiple damage. Instead of like one hit, it's like hit, 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 hit. And it's all for the same amount of damage. And I just die. Yep. Craziness. And that happened three times. I'm like, no, gosh, I'm freaking. And then I had to settle down. I just had to go. I, at that point, it was bedtime. I and I had to quell the rage. I can't say that I have had yet the experience of losing 75,000 to 100,000 runes yet. Yeah. I'm still in the area of like like the last night for an, or two nights ago. Mm. I lost, I think, about fifteen thousand runes, and I was peeved. Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, seventy-five thousand to one hundred thousand runes, right there. You know, it's interesting to think about how in this game they've had to balance it out in such a way where, like, yeah, you can lose seventy-five thousand to one hundred thousand runes, right. and yet somehow be able to regain that same amount at that part of the game in order to level up. Otherwise, I mean, I, I could just see that system easily being broken where like, you know, oh, too bad, so sad. Like, I guess you're, you're, you've capped yourself at being at a certain level because you simply cannot, I mean, you could, but I mean, it would take forever to build up the, that amount of runes again. Yes. And that's the thing too, is like you, you have to 
you know, lay waste to all these enemies to, to get the runes back, which could take a lot of time. Sure. Uh, you know, depending on your level. I ain't like the highest level of like not even near it, right? So, uh, but still, like each enemy, I have to get like 42, 40-ish, 40,000-ish uh, runes to level up. And so like each enemy is like 150. Yeah. 20. Yeah. 90. Or then like maybe like some of the enemies towards uh, where I am in like this kind of golden area, like, okay, 300, but still... Like, how many of them did I have to waste to get back up, right? So, um, but I'm in this spot, I'm in this area where uh, I have to I have to farm, I have to get stronger, I have to upgrade my weapons because each direction I go, try and find an enemy or a boss, like, okay, am I pushing the story forward by seeing this one guy? Don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but each one I get to, they, I mean, it, it takes like this... It, it, the game doesn't take like steps to get stronger. It's like, oh, great. You're at this part. We're going to skip like 10 steps and we're just going to go <laughs> way up here. And it's like so much hard. I mean, before I they you know, I would get hit and then my life would go ka-chunk. Like, whoa, that was a big hit. And yeah. then ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Now it's like, oh, I got a spell that'll just one shot you. Pow. Like, That's it. Like, I can't even get close to you. And then I'm just one shot dead. And you're a vagabond, so like you have to do everything up close and personal, right? It's not like you have you don't have access to many spells, do you? Um, so I've I've got a lot of spells. I don't use them. I mean, my focus bar is like, Nyeh. well, yeah, because your your um, specialty is in melee combat. That's right. <clears throat> that was a terrible uh, crack in the knuckles. That wasn't too bad. I, I, was, I, I was hoping it. it would be like the Hollywood like. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so yeah, so, so you're so you've been able to find certain types of uh, incantations, but you yes. can't actually use them. Like you're you're just you have them in your inventory, and you that's know, it. I, I just I haven't even actually tried to use them. I, I got I have a ton. Like I go over there, and I mean I haven't given them to like the dude to like here teach me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I haven't really. I mean because I would have to I would have to spend time earning more levels just to increase my focus amount, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I don't want to do that because I'm more melee. And so I want to increase my strength, my dexterity, my, my vigor. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, do I use this? Do I not? I mean, I could use like one spell. Mm-hmm. And like here. <laughs> oh, I missed. Oh. <laughs> well, that's gone. All right, back to the sword. It's like you throw a rock. You're like, right. <laughs> oh, here's, our, do my here's a lightning rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Like, okay, I'm back gonna to go the, back and strategize it. Back to One the second. claymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about this? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, in terms of the map, you, I assume, are mostly. Are you up in like the northern area? Like the yes. I know that for me, like I started um, revealing the the Atlas Plateau. I think is what it's called. But then uh-huh. it's kind of like you go north, and then you're you're going eastbound. Yes, that's right. So, um, have you, have you discovered the actual map itself? So like the whole yes. thing is, is showing? Well, not, not the whole thing. I mean, it's giving you like parts. Okay. So like I'm, um, have you gone to the volcano? No. You missed that part. How'd you get up there? Without going through the, I had to go through the volcano. I went up. So I, I went up there. There's a, an area that's not too far away from that where you're making your way up like, like this, like really large wood scaffolding stuff. And then like you get to the very top and there's like some sort of, it was like one of those like huge dragon lizard. It's not a dragon, but it's like a lizard with a sword and he spews lava. And yeah, uh, if you defeat that lizard, then there's a doorway in the back of his lair that will, it's, I think it's an elevator. Like you, you, you know, you step on the little 
wooden cog thing or whatever. And then it takes you up and then you're up to the Atlas plateau. Not the way I went. <laughs> Which uh, way did you go? I mean, I, I remember defeating that guy, but, um, so I kind of went westward and yeah, I went up at a certain area. I ended up fighting him. I don't know if that was, uh, I think it had to have been in between, but I did, I know exactly who you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I went up and there's like this, um, I mean, it's not necessarily a volcano, but it's a very magma-ish area, right? Okay. I mean, there's not like, bleh, you know, lava spewing out anywhere. Um, and, and so then I went across that and then there's another like magma worm sort of thing with the sword. There's another one you have to fight, which I just ran away from <laughs> with my arms flailing. Like, oh, I don't want to fight you again. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so I, I, I left him and then I, I got to an area where there's an enemy. I cannot defeat just one shots me. It was like the fa- star fallen something rather. He looks like a, like the Merrill Lynch bull kind of sort of thing. And oh, he has weird. like the, like these big, like beetle pinchers. And then when he like, when he, if, if ramming you and pinching you wasn't enough, he also causes lightning to strike on you. And so I've and, not and, seen this and he's faster. You could be on your horse and it's like, oh, I'm going to catch up to you either way. I'm like, hey, just leave me alone. And, um, it's <laughs> like, and so I found like this area where like there, I mean, you're supposed to jump down, but like, there's a bridge, right? And so I went, ah! Over the, the bridge and then started descending down. And I guess he can't jump. And he just like stood at me like some National Geographic bull. Like, yeah, know, all the steam coming out of his nose. And uh, so I'm like, I'm out. And I left. And then I, I started going down kind of the mountain. And um, a lot of enemies there. There's a lot like there's this kind of worm, erd tree kind of guardian creature that I had to defeat. And then I crossed the bridge. And then I got to the Atlas area. I haven't seen any of this. Yeah. Where the heck were you? Take a picture of the map or something. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I'm surprised you, I mean, so if you got to the Atlas Platinum, you might be like in the middle of it. So you might have to go. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. So like the other way. Because I I go, where the elevator takes me to is there are many strewn carriages. Like the ones that you would see like in Limgrave where like there's treasure chests in them, you know? Only in this area, it looks like like many people were trying to get there or maybe they were trying to give offerings or gifts or something. Anyway, there's a ton of them that are all like, you know, some of them are on their, on their side or, or who knows what. But like that's that's where I start out. And I, what I ended up doing was I didn't end up going west from there immediately. And there's like a dungeon over there. Um, there's also some dude with like two big swords that tries to brutalize you and stuff. And Honestly, I haven't made it that far into that region yet, simply because I had all these other things within the pre-existing world to still do. So, gotcha. So if I so I am at the area where uh, I'm in the in the right after. Well, it's kind of in the in the Atlas area, but it's the Lindell capital. Okay. So that's got to be like that's more, when you're up in the northern part of the map. That's got to be far east. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and so like, it's, it's pretty close to that big golden tree. That's just there. Like part yeah, of part of that's revealed in the map. And I can't go really anywhere because uh, if I, there's an area that, that, that is kind of in the, in the lava area where, um, there's an enemy there. I can't defeat. He's on like this, some broken down church. He's this huge just blobby guy. And I can't, he just, I mean, he's, 
pretty darn quick for being a blob dude. And uh, he just like two shots me and that's it. I'm like, okay, I, I can't defeat him. If I go to the Lindell Capitol where I'm trying to get through like the main door, there's some other knight there who just, in his first, I can get his life like more than halfway down, but at the halfway point is when he starts using the lightning and then lightning just two shots me or even just one shot. And so I can't really go that way. I'm like, okay, well, which way? What way, like, what way are you supposed to go? And I, I'm like, I'm getting, uh, oh. And then so I go to the red area, right? Because there is that part, looks like it's part of the story. There's a little cutscene. Yeah. Uh, that's Radon. And um, that's the guy, I don't know if you've seen the, some of the, I've seen it on YouTube where it's like there's the desolate, just nothing on on the the desert floor, red desert floor. Just nothing but I, a few I've dead seen trees. Something like that, yeah. And like he he throws like this spell at you from a long distance away, and you have to like avoid it. Just anything, just matrix, like you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm still alive. <laughs> and uh, but he is like crazy hard. I can't even get his life like halfway down. I'm like, so I can't do that either. I'm like, jeez, what do I do? Yeah. So I'm like, I have no other option. I just have to like bulk up and then just face one of them. Question, have you found more underground areas within the open world map? I found one more area. Okay. Yes, I think there is. Uh, there, I think you have to, I think it is a lot bigger. Um, there's an enemy, there's a boss that's down there that's su surprisingly like really, really difficult. No, not him. Oh. There's a different one. Is um, it the one that's in the water that like has those like really long arms? No, uh, but I beat that one. Uh, but this one's a different one. I haven't got to him yet. I've just seen like a YouTube video on it and I kind of just stumbled on it. I just pulled it for myself, but uh, I didn't look it up. It was just like, oh, I've been watching a guy do with something on like getting a weapon something or, and uh, then he gets over to that area. I'm like, oh, I guess I needed something else to find down there. Uh, you know, but this, it's in a different area of the map. Okay. So you have to find one of those elevators or something and bring you down. And I don't, I mean, who knows how large or small that area is. Well, because it makes me wonder if maybe there are more underground areas that are yet to be discovered for oh, you. Yeah. And then as you go along, you'll be able to bulk up that way and be able to take on other bosses that are perhaps a little more manageable, you know? Maybe. I But I, I got to find them. I don't know where to go. I mean, right. Well, I mean, I, when I was, one of the things that I know of is the, so the, the, the one underground area I've discovered, it was through that like circular building. Right. Yeah. Right. And I've seen another one of those same buildings somewhere else in the world. I can't remember where it is, but that's my guess. Is like every time you see one of those types of buildings, it will probably lead you to another area down below. Yeah. So, and what's frustrating too is that uh, so I I continued the the, the Ronnie's quest. Yes. Um, and so like you see like the the dude with the wolf head or the wolf mask. I like him. Yeah. Um, you see him in that underground area and he was like, ah, you know, ah, everything's already, already discovered down here. We'll talk again later unless you find something I'm like, okay, well, when's that going to be? Cause I, there's nothing else really for me to find yet. Well, I see him later on. And, uh, so when I was in the red area, yeah. I go through that castle and this is kind of towards the South part of the red area. And there's two bosses. There's that, there's this knight, and there's this, uh, like this, grave disgruntled something rather who was like a lion lizard guy who's got a sword and he's slashing and dashing where is up. this this is in the red area oh uh um, i haven't really explored too much of the the red area so anyhow i can't beat the uh the knight right because he's, he's 
too aggressive. It's too hard. Whatever. Just I did run into a, me in the face. Whatever. There was a dragon that had rot or something that I did run into and he yeah. dispatched me rather quickly. Right. So I, since I couldn't fight him and then I left and now I came back, I'm like, I'm strong. Take you both on. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. And it's like a different part. It's like this festival or something that's happening. And the wolf guy is there with somebody else. He's like, hey, how's it going? And then he just says like, yeah, we're here, blah, blah, blah. And then the storyline doesn't continue. And I go, even go back to Ronnie. And Ronnie's just like this. Like her head, like she's sleeping. She's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, hey. (laughs) Trying to wake her up. (laughs) Where's some water? I'm just going to like dump a bucket of water on you. You know, like, what do I do? Like, I'm in this spot where like, I have nothing else to do except for bulk up because that's... Okay, have you delivered that little bottle of perfume or potion? Remember the the one dude who also works for Ronnie? He's he's like the, the sorcerer dude who's kind of like, uh, I don't know, he's, he's, he doesn't get along with people too well. He, he's kind of condescending and... Uh, but he gives you like a little vial or something to, sure. to give to someone else. Have you done that? Uh, no. Well, then maybe that's well, what you I, should what, do. Who do I give it to? I don't know. He said you, you, know, you could probably go back to his tower. Yeah. I went back there. Is he there? No, no. not at all. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Steve. You're farther along than I am. I don't know. I, uh, I did get to the part where he does in fact give you that little vial or whatever that thing is of potion. And he says, give it to somebody. And unfortunately I don't recall at this point in time. <laughs> why don't you give it to me? <laughs> I did. You know, what was interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't you give it to him? I did go back to the round table yeah. and I was speaking to the kind of the head dude there. Who's in the kind of the study. Um, and there is an option to like show him the vial, which I did. Cause I was like, Oh, it's an option. I was like, you see the vial? <laughs> you want some perfume? <laughs> <laughs> Smells kind of rank in here. You might like it. <laughs> Doesn't look like people take many showers. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Don't even know what's in here. <laughs> but he actually asked if he could have it. Uh-huh. And there's a choice where you can either let him have it or refuse. And I re- I'm like, no, yeah. I refuse. I'm like, no, I don't think so. And, and he ended up saying, oh, well, you know, there's no rules here, you know, no, no pretense or whatever. You know, that's, that's totally up to you. It's your choice. Like he, he wasn't like, like upset that I refused to give it to him or whatever, which I think adds a bit more to this kind of obtuse storytelling where there's not a very defined right. narrative Right. It's just kind of like this this ambiguous, like, oh, we have these different players that exist who from different factions. They have different motivations for trying to get the Elden Ring or whatever. And that's about it. Like, like you know, you, like when I was talking to Ronnie as well, you know, I was thinking, wait, by joining her, am I forsaking the the round table? I like, know. Like, what are we doing here? But uh, but I went ahead and said, yeah, sure. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because she gave me, she's yes, who, man. She gave me torrent. She gave me the, the like the, the wolf pack and stuff. I was like, okay, well, you know, you're not totally bad or whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, sure. But then I went back to the round table and no one had any kind of 
objection or I heard that you double crossed us, you know, the, where's your loyalty? There's, there was like none of that. And so I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm just kind of floating around in, in this world. And there's not necessarily like a, a wrong choice to make or, or like a, at least a choice where it affects my relationship with uh, like a faction that I'm already associated with. Right. Yeah. I found another area too. And this is in that kind of mountainous lava area where there's a manor. There's like a, this mansion and you go in there and no one's like, I mean, there's, there's people to fight, but you have to get to them. Right. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of looking around like, eh, there's kind of a fancy place for being in the middle of nowhere. And there's a, there's a, a lady there who's sitting in a chair and there's a huge knight right beside her. I'm new here. And uh, how's it going? <laughs> hey, uh, you got anything to eat? Yeah. I haven't eaten anything since like Limgrave and that was days ago. Those right? days. <laughs> so that was months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was before I was resurrected. So yeah, <laughs> my stomach kind of growling. <laughs> Anyhow. So they're like, Hey, we're doing this, that, and the other. We're against the Erd tree or whatever. I'm like, okay, I think I am too. I think no one's really told me. So I said, yes, I am. And they're like, oh, you want to go and become service to, to us? Oh, wow. And I went, uh, yeah, sure. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I don't even know the story hardly, right? So I go, yes. And they go, that's great. Like, we're not going to kill you now. I'm like, Whew. So then later on, I meet up with some other NPC who's like, oh, that's blasphemous. You can't do that. I'm like, how was I supposed to know? So where was this NPC? Uh, he was like in the same kind of area. He's like, oh, you're going to be against all the tarnished now. Well, gee freaking whiz. <laughs> I wish somebody spelled it out for me. Like, yeah, that's what they didn't even say, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, can I go back and like say no? And so I go and like, they, they don't, they don't yeah, they, the they, they, they're accepted just like, you now. Yeah, like, hey, join us. I'm like, ah, I want to say no. I don't know. That's interesting. But I went back to the round table and no one's upset at me. So, yeah, see, that's that's what's so confusing to me is like you you look at these different types of situations where like if if I was working on the game, like I would have consequences for joining different types of factions or whatever. And, and maybe like even within those decisions, maybe there's some wiggle room where like maybe you could be a double agent, right? <laughs> where like you could go in you could say like yes to Ronnie, for example, right? And then the round table finds out when you go back, they're just like, give us one reason why yeah. we shouldn't <laughs> kill you right now. And you can go, oh, because I am a spy. I'm finding <laughs> out information. And then they'll go, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. Or maybe you could be a double, double agent. I don't know. It could be kind of fun in that regard. We're like, you know, because like I could see how... On the one hand, if you refuse to join these different people when you meet them, that you probably will not be able to enjoy certain parts of the game because those choices will ultimately open up, you know, these new paths or will will keep them closed. There was someone at the round table too, where this was <laughs> earlier on. This was like he's like like Ronald McDonald. Yeah, <laughs> ah, funny you're here. <laughs> you got any anyway. happy meals? <laughs> yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't really like your fries, but by golly, I'll eat a ton of them right now. <laughs> anyway, so he's like right, he's in like the main area, like when yeah. you first spawn there. And he's like he's standing in the back and he's got like one of those fancy collars that looks like a big fan, right? It's like around what? his neck. Yeah. Oh, like, is he one of the more like holy people? Well, because there's one guy, you, you, sure. know, you know how like, there's like one guy, when, especially when you first see the round table yeah. for the first time. 
he's standing there and he's got kind of raggedy uh, tunic on or cloak on. Might be him. Doesn't really have, I mean, you could tell. He, he doesn't look fancy. No, he doesn't look fancy. Right. And he's got like some, it almost looks like a pirate ship uh, steering wheel. I don't know what it's called, but like, but it's like around his neck. Is that who you're talking about? Or is uh, it somebody else? Could be. I think it's probably that guy. But um, anyway, so he teaches you like, spells or incantations that's or him. something, right? Yeah, that's it. And so I go, well, I haven't, like, given this guy anything for, to teach me yet. So I go, hmm, all right, well, from what I've collected so far, uh, <laughs> okay, teach me this one. And it's like some dragon fire or whatever. I'm like, that sounds cool. And so he goes, ah, blasphemy. Are oh, you going to give me this? I'm like, ah, okay, I'll take it back. And, he's, and he goes, I'll teach you this, blah, 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 but I don't want to do it. I'm like, well, gee whiz, sorry about that. And so I think, well, I'll pay you to teach me it later since now it's just a bad thing well i go back he's like i'm leaving the round table i'm like can i have my spell back you know i'm like where is he gonna go i'm like oh gee i mean i'm not using spells but i mean maybe i want to at some point you know what I mean? yeah. like, so i'm just wandering around continuously aim like just no target no what's over here no i'm not gonna go that way what's over here not and what way. level are you again 85, you said? 86? Uh, 84, 85-ish. Yeah, you're farther along than I am. I think I am around 64 or 65. Yeah, you're climbing up there, Russ. You yeah. were stuck at Godric for the longest time. And I then, like, was. You should have like walked away, fought some more people, got strong, and then came back. Because now like that you finally defeated him and it's opened up all these doors. Like You've... you've accelerated your your strength or whatever in like the last week more so than you have in like the last two months <laughs> like wow i feel as though i've i've definitely gotten comfortable with how the game works and also the you know the more of the map that i find and because one of the strategies i had was just i'm just going to ride torn around yeah. i'm not going to get engaged in battle if i can help it and I'm just going to find as many grace points as I can just because it opens up the map and then I can kind of figure out like where everything is. And as I was doing that, I was like, okay, now I have a good idea of like, you know, just where, you know, from a high level standpoint where everything is, is located. And then I could revisit certain things and go like, um, you know, if we want to segue into my progress of the game. That's <laughs> yeah, um, not important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like the, like this week I actually defeated that one woman, witch that you were telling me oh, about yeah. a while ago. Um, and so, uh, you know, she's that real tall woman with, yeah. with the egg or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I did that, you know, but there's there all these other things as well. And that must mean you fought and defeated that wolf. Which wolf? The wolf. There's the wolf. Oh, you're talking about the red wolf. That's right. Ross. Yeah, that wolf was... He was harder. Well, he's like in your face. Like his... You know, the thing is... Okay, so it took me about... I want to say between five to ten tries to take him out. And he's he's really not hard. What it makes him like difficult is that he, he does... Like a lot of his moves will actually take away your posture. You know, or your poise. Basically like your green bar. So you're unable to it's block. Yeah. Yeah. Basically your endurance. So he'll, he'll like do like a, like a, a big jump in the air and then, and then dive down and, and hit you. And if he does that, I mean, he, he takes away almost hundred percent of my endurance. So then I can no longer block. Well, then I'm open to attack and I'm like, I'm like st staggered. So then, <laughs> you know, he's able to hit me, but, um, 
Yeah, it was, I've been having the funniest experiences with bosses where like, you know, the first handful of times I'm attacking and, and, and combat with these bosses, um, they'll kill me and, and, and they'll have like all these different moves and I'm launching moves and stuff like that. However, what's really funny is, is that, um, there are times like, like with this wolf in particular where. I'll be more calm and I won't be like, you know, drinking all my flasks beforehand and <laughs> jingling my bell, getting all the spirits out and everything else. You <laughs> Come know? on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner time. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not doing any of that. And, and the bosses will be more chill. Like they won't be, it, it's a very action reaction game where the, the more you do, the more your adversary will do. Right. So like the time I beat the, the fox, wolf, red wolf thing, um, I was just there and I'm just like, boof, and I block and he kind of looks at me and he goes, boof, and then I go, boof. Like, and it was the same thing as what happened with, uh, was it Godfrey? Godric. Godric. Mm. Thank you. Um, and that was the same kind of deal where I was just like, Oh my gosh, like I'm actually killing him. Uh, and it's like the most chill encounter ever. That wasn't mine. And Ugh. it's so funny. Cause like more often than not, like, like, um, I've had not, well, not with all boss encounters, but with, a, with many of them, I'm just like that. I mean, I, if you go on to, uh, the joygasm Twitch channel, twitch.tv uh, slash joygasm. Oh. Uh, you'll see the sh on the stream that particular boss battle where like you'll see me dying and respawn and, and you know keep trying to to defeat the the wolf boss or whatever and then all of a sudden it was like there's this one instance and I'm laughing on the streams I'm like that was like the most like relaxing battle like what the heck like all the other ones before that were like super intense maybe the AI took pity on me he's like oh yeah he sucks why don't you just <laughs> lower difficulty yeah very easy. Indeed. There you go. I, I have no pity, Russ. I, I've received no pity in the game <laughs> at all. That guy was a pain in the patootie. The, the witch was easy. Well, the she, witch took me about yeah. between five to ten tries, too. I, 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 I only just took like two. I was like, uh, I got you. I got your number now. <laughs> well, that's and good. That, was, that was it. But that wolf was a pain. I was like, uh, they, at least about 10 tries, I would say, for me. There are a couple of bosses yeah. that I have been able to vanquish in my first attempt. Yeah. About there two or three of them. them. There, was, there are a few. I'm like, oh, no. I got to yeah. this, I got this <laughs> one where, um, well, I mean, you could actually get to it too. It's in the Atlas area where it's like there's this catacomb, uh, and you go, you go down, and you're making your way through and whatnot. And then there's a like the end of the catacomb. There's a door, I, or more like not really a catacomb, more like a mine. And then I'm like, oh, it's a big double door. There's gonna be something big here. Yeah. And I go <laughs> like, but it's not, you know, the yellow fog. And I'm like, oh, I should just go back and like not do this until I level up. But whole so, starting to pucker. Yeah, right. Yeah. So then I decide to push the door open and it's like, boss fight, you can't escape. I'm like, darn it. Yeah. And so then I I mean, I go up and I go tap with my halibird and like just barely a pinch goes. I'm like, <laughs> and there's two of them there. I'm the like, boss is like, oh. tickled. Oh man. And so like, there we go again. And this was like after the time when I lost all my room. Like, you know, it's like yeah. I, this is like the night after, right? Yeah. I was starting all over. So like, here we go again. And I had already built up like 28,000, like at least like half that I need before I level up. And so I thought, well, 
they're not like that quick, both of them. And so I think I'm just going like, to just slowly wear them down. And I did. And that at one point they staggered and like just leaned over and I was like, yes, impale. <laughs> and, uh, and then at that point, after I, I, I officially staggered them, then like every hit was like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I wasted them both out on my second try. Right. Um, which, which boss was this? I don't know. They were like these two dudes who were uh, like kind of skinny, but like totally blue crystallized. And one had a spear and one has like this kind of fan that he just like, yeah, like throws at you. It's kind of a saw blade in a way. And um, yeah. I don't recall if I fought them or not. Probably not, Ross. Probably not. Anyway. Mm. Anything else, Steve, that's new with you? That's it, Ross. Steve, I have been watching Tokyo Vice. Which, by the way, I believe it is on the schedule for next week's episode of Drew. Yes. You got to catch up. I have one more episode, I believe, to watch uh, for season one. Been really enjoying it, though. A little, little, you know, sneak peek here. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, I've um, been enjoying it. I'm a fan of uh, Ken Watanabe. Yes. Uh, ever, ever since The Last Samurai, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed his performances and... So he's great in this, uh, and then the rest of the cast is very intriguing. So I, I've been having a good time with the show. He's Ooh. also in uh, the Dream movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I believe you were talking about Inception. Uh, yes, I was going to say Insidious. Knew that wasn't it, though. <laughs> not to be confused with Conception. <laughs> Definitely not that one, Russ. No. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, the sequel. Uh, Conception. Like, whoa. What? So let me get this straight. We're all a bunch of sperms and we're having to go down. And it's, it's, is this a science movie? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of dreams, you're going in yeah. and the fallopian tubes. Yeah, okay. We got birth differently this time. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do this? I'm trying. I'm finding it hard to identify myself with the characters since they're all a bunch of zygotes. Uh, Christopher Nolan's like, I believe we need to iterate on these. <laughs> the time-space continuum in the vagina. <laughs> it sounds like a masterpiece of creation. Let's do this. Go forth. <laughs> Once again, Christopher Nolan sounds like the uh, Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is John Lennon off from nowhere. I don't know why you're sounding like this. <laughs> Roll in a yellow submarine somehow. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I forgot what I, where we were going with that. Another thing to <clears throat> FY to the eye. Yeah. I received my new bike. Oh, okay. Yes. Have I told you about this at all or not? Yes. You need someone to break it in for your rest. No, I'm breaking it in properly myself, Steve. Mm. Um, but no, it finally arrived. My uh, work, so I, I work for 2K Games, and one of the benefits that they have is they have this health account that they they plop like a little bit of money in each month. 2K or 2K? 2K, Steve. 2K. <laughs> Did you see the reference though, Russ? No, Steve. Lord of the Rings. Mm. Baggins's Dukes. Yes. Uh, now you got me thinking about hobbits. Yes. Anyway, what what's really nice about. is, is that the, um, so the benefit drops in a certain amount of money each month. I didn't even know that this benefit existed until my art director mm. mentioned it. And I was like, oh, we have something like this. That's nice. Yeah. 
And it's one of those, like, if you don't use it, you lose it because it resets at the end of every year. Sure. So I, my account had actually accrued to the maximum amount, which was an amount that I could actually use to buy something like a bike. And the funny thing about it is, is that I have not ridden a bike in probably 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> you just get it on like, okay, here we go. Yeah, oh, watch that again. Oh, I, I, I will say openly that like the first time I got on it, I had the case of the wobbles. I'm like, <laughs> grown man with training wheels. Jeez. This is exactly yeah. Stealing from your daughter, she's like, daddy. Like I need these, honey. I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, however, after the you know the, the getting to know each other, the howdy duty time uh, with the bike. Um, Totally like now I'm comfortable being back on the bike again. And what's funny is, is that where I live, there are hills. And so the first time I took it out, <laughs> my, my house is someone on, on like an incline there. As I'm riding it, I'm going downhill. I'm going, whoa, this is going pretty fast. <laughs> it's like 15 miles an hour. And what was super funny was that there was uh, an open house going on at the bottom of the <laughs> hill. And so, yeah, these people out in the front, like, oh, yeah, this is a new house. Yeah, we like to see it. You know, then they're like, you know, courting this family who's interested. And here I am. Ah! Yeah. Going down the hill. <laughs> Hi, we're new here. How are the neighbors? <laughs> what was that? Was that one of the neighbors? Oh, it was so fun. like even when I got down to where they were, like I was, I was tempted to like take one hand off the handlebars and be, do, do the whole neighborly wave, you know, like hey! but like I was like, no, I'm holding on to the handlebars. <laughs> it was more like. <laughs> 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 it totally was, but I gotta say, I have been thoroughly enjoying the the bike. Um, I've been able to also get my endurance up because when you don't bike for twenty three plus years, you don't got a whole lot of stamina or endurance. I imagine. And so Just I was go down the driveway. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> All right, back to work. <laughs> oh nice man, break there. I, uh, I was going around like just through the neighborhood and there was a certain part where like I was making my way up and it kind of winds around and goes uphill and I was sucking wind. I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I was so happy that no one else was like walking on the sidewalks or whatever, because it was embarrassing. It was just like, wow, what a wake up call. Like, you know, here you are a middle-aged man and like, you're like on the struggle bus trying to make your way up. However, since that time, I've been taking the, the you know the bike out multiple times, and I'm, I'm pleased to tell you that actually I have gotten more used to it. My stamina has increased, and now I can go up that same uh, route with no problem whatsoever. So it's just that that initial like fat cells screaming and protesting and like you know that kind of stuff. So, and plus I kind of forgot like how enjoyable riding a bike is. It's kind of like, you know, you hit 16 and you're like, oh, sweet, I got my driver's license. <laughs> and then you get you get into your, like, your busted little used car that you buy. You're like, yes. And you start driving around. And <laughs> I'm going to floor it and peel out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I think it, I think it peeled out. All right, I'm going forward. That's important. But anyway, I mean, like, like you, you have a new extended sense of freedom when you, when you get your driver's license. So then like from, in my, my case, you know, I just ditched the bike, right? I was just like, yeah, peace. And now that I'm, I'm back in this, this kind of like coming full circle thing. It's like, I realized, wow, like, you know, bike riding is a very enjoyable thing. It's good exercise, especially for someone like myself who needs to lose weight. 
Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. And the rest of my family has also been very interested in, in getting bikes for themselves. So it's super cool. Sweet. Uh, are you going to get a bike at some point, Steve? I'd love to get a bike. Uh, you know what we bought though recently? Mm. We bought um, battle ropes. Battle ropes. So it's like the very, very minuscule. Remember the, the Thor trailer? Uh, yes. Remember when he's like exercising and he has those long chains? Yes. Like, shing, 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 shing. It's basically the same thing. I mean, it's not chains. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are ropes about, yeah, you know, like that. But I mean, like you kind of attach them somewhere secure and then you <laughs> like that. And it just kind of just starts to exercise your shoulders and it, you know, tires you out pretty quick. Where do you, do you do this inside the house? Outside. Oh, you in the backyard, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> you like- totally do it in your front yard <laughs> as your neighbors drive by. Hi, hey, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no. I- <laughs> it's like the rope like flies out from my hand, like hits their window. Oh, sorry about that. You're like, oh, we're not going to say hi next time. Yeah. I can imagine this whole thing <laughs> on my imagination rest. Terrible. time is it? Why, it must be the topic of the day! Our topic of the day is the Halo Infinite Season 2 Lone Wolf Impressions. This actually came out, I want to say, maybe about a month and a half-ish ago. We have been very much consumed with Elden Ring. <clears throat> and no, Steve uh, has not gone to play more Elden Ring. He was simply blowing his nose really quickly before joining once again. Hi. <clears throat> So in this, I can breathe. That's good. Breathing is good. In this new update, this facelift, we have uh, played it for about, I'd say, three-ish hours. That's pretty much all you need, though, Russ. Three to three and a half hours. Well, we didn't get to play. I was going to say, I was going to get into a disclaimer about how we really didn't get a chance to examine everything that the new season has to offer. Well, that's because partly it didn't work. Like that whole like what was it um, and uh, what, what was the thing with the, with the cinematic was like the the not the inception but like the interpretation or the whatever that was called like oh yeah select that play the cinematic see what's up and then I couldn't do anything I'm like okay hit the button and then like nothing would work like no there was no loading bar no like turning wheel well I think part of that may have been because you were in a party with me I think some of that maybe I left you tried it again. Really? Not a tostada. Because it worked for me. Like I saw this, there there were two cinematics. Mm. Uh, One was kind of like the introduction into season two. Mm. um, And hence the whole like lone wolf type of motif that they're going with. And then they had a second cinematic that I watched as well. So there is a part that is more narrative driven that I like, we haven't had a chance to even 
check out yet. But so that's that's like one of the things. But didn't you say like, <clears> oh, <throat> it started out of nowhere? Like, is it, I think even you started it or hit the button to view it, and then nothing happened. Then all of a sudden, it just started out of nowhere. Um. So there was one where the. So you had two options on the screen. One was, like I said, view cinematic. And the other one said something like, you know, go premium or buy premium or something like that. There were two buttons there. And so I chose to watch the cinematic. And that's what I saw. But anyway, I have a list here of different things that season two contains. Mm, let's, hear um, it. let's hear it. First of all, the battle pass will have 100 tiers with different kinds of cosmetic rewards. Mm. I ended up going through quickly just to browse through like all that I had to offer. Honestly, in terms of the the new cosmetic items, there weren't a whole lot in that list that caught my attention. Yeah. Compared to season one. Season one had certain suits, like the one I currently have from Halo Reach. I really love the suits from that, that noble team. Um, and, you know, there were like a few that I saw. I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Or, oh, that looks kind of cool. But it, it wasn't, in, at least for me personally, it, sure. was, it was not compelling me to fork over money for the premium experience. Now, they have premium and free versions like the last season, so everybody gets something. And they we were talking about how they have more of an emphasis on making more items available to the people who don't get premium. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get anything last night, Rose. <clears throat> well, you don't get it in the first playthrough of the season, Steve. <clears throat> I'm just saying. But that was something that you were griping about with yeah. season one, where like, you know, you, you were not willing to pay for the premium season one pass, but you still thought it was kind of messed up how like you'd see the stuff you unlock, but you can't actually equip it. That was the gripe. It wasn't that they didn't give me enough free stuff. I would understand if like they said, okay, pay us money and then you get this stuff. But what my gripe was centered on was like, hey, accomplishment, you got all the way here. Here's something that you can buy that we've now unlocked for you to buy. You couldn't buy it before, and now you can. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm like, that's not a reward. That's like you giving me something and taking it right back. Well, That's they, what I was grabbing <clears throat> about. They have, my understanding is, is they've updated the system now where you can actually earn mm. in-game currency that you can then use and apply to buying certain things that you want as opposed to using real money. Mm. Which is kind of cool. Like, I, I think that that's that's a fair approach sure. for folks who don't want to fork over the real money and, and have you know, a faster access to items. It's probably similar to many other games that you've played where, you know, over time as you gain XP or whatever and you, you earn that in-game currency, right. you can eventually uh, afford sure. you know, to be able to buy certain items like that. Do you think that's a, a better system than what they had previously? That's, yeah, that's, that's way better. Um, I, I Everything that I looked at that was locked, um, even with season two, it, it didn't, I mean, I didn't carefully go by each one and read the description, but I mean, I was I was hovering over a few and it was like, oh yeah, this is still locked. You can, you know, this is, you know, last season stuff. Now you can't get it at all. Or, you know, it, it didn't say like, hey, earn a certain amount of XP to get it. So I don't know. I, I was I was looking around a little bit, but but yeah. nothing was saying like, hey, do this and then we'll we'll give it to you. Besides just pay for it. The premium pass also gives immediately a thousand credits. <clears throat> hmm. 
which apparently you can either spend during this season or you can hold on to them and they'll roll over into future seasons, Okay, which is also nice. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of similar to, I believe, Fortnite. Fortnite has something like that. Well, I would expect that. I mean, if you put money into the game and then they give you some sort of credit to, to pay for it, they're not going to be like, use it or lose it, you know, sort of thing. Like, wow, how would I lose it unless you just took it away from me? You know, that right. wouldn't make any sense if <clears throat> did that. One of the, the new game modes is I think it's called like last Spartan standing. Right. So we check that out. The idea being is that you have, uh, I think 12 players that are all, you know, it's free for all. And the idea is, is that they're, they're kind of embracing a bit of like the, the battle Royale type of thing where you have like this big red ring that exists on the outside of the, of the map, but then it slowly starts to close in on itself and it forces all the players to get closer to each other, that sort of thing. What's interesting about it is that it also has um, a leveling up system, which I thought was really fun. I I like the idea of how, um, you know, every kill that you make or every assist that you make, you are awarded a certain amount of XP within that match and then once you achieve a certain amount, and, you, and it shows it right there in your screen, like, oh, you have 200 out of 300 XP. Once you get 300 out of 300, you le- you level up within the match. But the the leveling up resets itself after the match is over. It's not like, like you know, you hold on to those levels forever, you know, whatever, in perpetuity. It's actually like, oh, you know, you've leveled up, so now you have access to better weapons, which I think is really fun. Like, I, you know, of course, it took us a little while to kind of get used to like, okay, what do we do? Like, how does this work or whatever? But I found myself really enjoying that because it kind, in a way, it's kind of a hybrid of your classic Slayer mode with Fiesta. Only in, you know, with Fiesta, it's like every time you respawn, you're, you have random weapons that, that, that generate, yeah. right? Two sniper rifles, <laughs> close combat. <laughs> Two plasma pistols. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy's way over there. Uh, okay. Uh, rubber chicken. <laughs> what? Yeah. But this, this is a little bit different in the sense that like, oh, you know, you'll always retain your level that you are at and then you, you continue to go up. And the people who were really, really good at this game mode, I mean, they were getting some of the most sought after weapons that you would typically look for in any other type of, of game mode itself. True. Although, uh, I will say like, um, so definite difference between level one and level two. Uh, but when you get to level three and four, I never got past level four. Um, <laughs> but the weapons didn't change. It was like still, I mean, which were fun. I still got like the assault rifle and I think I got like a battle rifle or something, yeah. but, um, which was still cool. But, it, but, I remember I had those like level three and then when I got to level four, like nothing changed, which I mean, I was, I mean, it would be nice to have something else, but I, I don't know. I'm wondering if they design it so that um, like one person has a rocket launcher and then you have a pistol. Like there's no way you can compete really. Right. So I mean, maybe there would be a long distance, but I don't know. I was still happy with it though. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. And well, and I think one of the things that balances this particular game mode is the fact that they take your radar away. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that was great. That was super cool because that evens the playing field so that if you come across someone who has a rocket launcher, it does them no good. You know, if you can sneak up behind them or whatever, I mean, you have a much bigger advantage in that way. Um, there was another thing I had too. Oh, so 
you get five respawns within Last Spartan Standing, which again is also a lot of fun in the sense that like, you know, that there's they have the component of being able to respawn within a match, but you only get five lives basically. And then as that goes down, that that also increases the tension because like, you know, you want to be able to try and survive. So not only is it like down to the last Spartan standing, hence the name, but also too, I I love, I don't know, like, like there was like this fast paced nature where it wasn't like, oh, we have a round and then once the round, like round one is done, then you, you see like performance stuff and everything. And then you go to round two and then you do like, no, like, like you, you continue the, the whole way where you re, you, know, if you get killed, you respawn, you go back. It keeps that excitement going. It keeps that tension going. And in fact, it ratchets, ratchets, ratchets up the tension even more because your lives <clears throat> are diminishing and you have the closing ring. So I don't know. And you don't have the radar. So I, I for one, I, I enjoy that mode. What about you? Yeah, I, I really enjoy that mode. You know, I was thinking, though, it would have been nice to, to if we had big baby moose with this. I was yes. kind of missing hearing him and the headset, like, you know, just a little extra commentary. Had to play his Friday yeah. night D&D. Yep, yep, yep. Got to do what he got to do, I guess. Oh, right? so. um, but one, so um, one thing that kind of that kind of removes um, a certain aspect of the game is is the ring that closes in because depending on where you are in the map, you're like I, you're like in a room and you have to get out and you have to like jump at a certain level that's not like on the like the void below you. So I mean, <laughs> if you have nowhere to go, you're dead. But one thing that I found that was cool is that it's not like insta death if you get outside. Yeah. the ring. Like once the ring touches you, it's there's a big warning saying you got to keep moving. You got to get started into an like area, deplenishing your shields or something. Yeah, slowly. exactly. So I appreciated how it was. <clears throat> it was not just insta death. Like oh, you're outside. Pow. Yeah, done. I'm like nuts because that happened a few times where uh, we went to the the worst map. My my loathe. <laughs> I don't know map. what it's called, but I know what you're um, talking about. It, it's it's the one that's uh, it's kind of like the, the the bazaar. That's what, it, what the one it is. And I was in an area where um, it was kind of in that back corner uh, and I'm trying to get out and then the, the ring closed in. I'm like, okay, there's a wall. I can't go that way. This way, I'm already kind of in like the circumference of the ring and I couldn't really go anywhere. I just had to die. Yeah. But then I kind of, at the same point, like if I'm a, like a, not of an experienced fighter, which I'm not, and then someone else is that that puts a different dynamic in because it, it they're now trying to have to survive the system shutting them down. Yeah. And then, you know, me with my like bad aims. Sort of thing, like, right. So, yeah. Anyhow. No, it's totally true. And, and I appreciate how it's done within a limited game environment because I when I play Fortnite, Fortnite is like. A, a very large map and they, but they, you know, it's battle Royale. They're the ones who really, you know, were, were the early adopters of this game mode. And so you have this ring that's slowly closing, but yet, you know, the, the area that you, the, basically the sandbox that you're playing in is a whole lot bigger. And I think that that offers certain kind of opportunities unto itself, but, but this offers exclusive opportunities, having more of an enclosed map where like, you know, the map is still very open. Like there's plenty of places to go. I mean, I, and, and we'll, we haven't even talked about the map yet, but I found myself realizing that there are certain qualities that are unique to having an, uh, just a map that is smaller than something that you would see in Fortnite. Now the map 
which is called Breaker. That's the one that is is designed for big team battle as well as like this last Spartan standing. I think it's a gorgeous map. That's a cool map. <clears throat> That's that that map is awesome. I'll, I I think out of the two new maps, I prefer that one. Okay. Yeah, the other one was was definitely prettier. Yeah. Um, but I think that this other the the map you're talking about is designed better. Yeah. Um, I think the other one I forgot what it was called. I think it starts with Catalyst. C. Catalyst. I think there's too many different like different platforms, too many different areas that you could fall and just die. And I think that kind of removes a little, it's fine if there's like one area, but if there's multiple areas where if you just fall and die, I don't know, that's kind of frustrating with limited amount of lives. Sure. But the other map, um, I don't know. I just liked all like the crashed ships that were around. And there's a, there's a part where there's, you know, there's, there's a laser, I think cutting something. And, uh, it was just a beautiful map. I, I, I could definitely see it in the halo universe. Oh, totally. And, um, you could see there are areas you could see totally all the way across the entire map. You know, someone very microscopic walking by, like, I can't take that person out, but, <laughs> um, plenty of areas to, to hide, but not so many areas that someone could just camp forever. Right. Um, and so I don't know. I, 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 I really do like that map. Yeah. The atmosphere is perfect as far as I'm concerned. Um, I too really enjoyed like the ship wreckage that yeah. you're running around. It almost seemed like it was kind of like a ship junkyard of sorts where right. they were breaking down these behemoth ships or wreckage or whatever it is. And, and you're, um, you know, running through this, this area that seems to have certain environmental hazards, which is great. Like I, I love it when, when there's a lot of thought placed into uh, a map like that. Sure. Now, Catalyst, like you said, Catalyst is smaller. Catalyst is, is designed for 4v4 um, encounters. And I really like that map too. I felt as though that really fit within the Halo world. I know that early on, like, like the initial batch of maps that came with the game, there were like one or two maps that I liked, but there are many of them in there that just didn't feel like they belonged in Halo. Like they felt like more like Call of Duty, for example. Like the, like the map that you can't stand is totally Call of Duty. And it's not very Halo-esque at all. But Catalyst is. Like the, the, the environment is, is completely within the world of Halo. And I really enjoyed the map layout. There were like multiple tiers, multiple levels, right? Like, like there was a sense of verticality to the game, but it was a more intimate verticality where it's, you know, instead of having like this broad space that, that you're battling in, you're going down like, you know, these covenant hallways and like, you know, I could be going down this way while an enemy is, is one tier above me going the other way. And, and we don't know where each <laughs> other is. Each other. <laughs> yeah. Each other in the like night. Ships in the night. <laughs> just, just going away. <laughs> but that was something that I found myself appreciating as well, be, just because it's such a different experience. And, um, the, the I think one of the, uh, the other takeaways too, was that we, we weren't able to really play that um, that map very much because it was sprinkled in with the other maps that already exist. And I think that's that was one of the critiques I had for Halo Infinite overall is that um, I would love to see some sort of option where if I just only want to play specific maps, like right. I should be able to customize my list and say, I want to play this one, this one, not that one. I want to check mark this, this one, not that one. Right. And then be able to only load for those particular maps because then my fun factor will go up. Right. You want to come back more and play. Absolutely. Right. And and, it's, and I think 
if I remember correctly, I want to say like when Bungie was working on Halo, they had something like that where like if you, you only wanted yeah. to play, like say for instance, they had like a new DLC drop or mm-hmm. they had like, you know, three or five, three to five new maps. You could select, you only want to play those new maps. And so that way you just be exposed to that the entire time. Am I right? You're exactly right. It started with Halo 2. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, <clears throat> they, they, I don't know why they don't bring that feature back because I remember there's been times where we played Halo and it's like, oh, you're at the bazaar now. Oh, here we go. And I'm like, <laughs> crap. Okay, well, I'll just get through it and then it'll be the end of the map. And then like, it'll load. We'll finish the game. I'll be last, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> stupid. And so then we'll go to a different map and then like, it it might show you that, okay, you're going to go somewhere else and then it'll glitch or something and it'll go, oh, we're back at the bazaar. Here you go. I'm like, we were just... Here, you know, um, but back with, with Halo 2, at least you know, you would you knew where you were going because if people voted enough for that same map, you're like, Come on, I don't want to be here, you would still know where you're going because everybody voted for it. The system just didn't like select it for you, like, here's right. where you're gonna go. We also tried out the updated King of the Hill, that was cool, yeah, that was a lot of fun because, like, if you recall, like, they tweaked it. In the older version, it was like the there was a timer that was based on the ring itself. So like every like I don't know thirty seconds or something, it would then all of a sudden just move to another spot. Now it will stay in the same spot until one of the teams has like you know basically conquered that portion that ring, right? So then that team gets a point, and then it moves to another spot. That one change by itself totally changed the fun factor. Like I, I, that reminds me of kind of the King of Hill of old of Halo that I really like. Right. Which is interesting because it doesn't seem like that big of a tweak, but for some reason, like now I really connect with it and I really enjoy that game mode. Like I, I <laughs> moving forward, like I will be choosing that from time to time because right. it's such a fun mode. Well, it's much better than like territories too. Cause I think that was one of our merry, our, 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 our merry complaints. <laughs> our main complaints is, um, that, you know, you're running around like just ants avoiding the sun, trying to get to all these territories. And then all you're doing is- Territory lost. Uh, territory lost. You're like, darn it. Someone get back at point A or point yeah. B. And then just running around and running around Going and running around. And it's like this- Yeah, <laughs> sun gun, Charlie. Yeah, right. So that got, <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, that was fun. It got to be annoying. And all we wanted to do really was play King of the Hill. Right. And that's it. Yeah. So, and there were times where- like everybody's going towards the one territory, the king of the hill. And then like maybe I was dead and I was trying to run back. And then you guys got the territory, the king of the hill. And then it system generated that, okay, right here where I'm at. Oh, you know, blink, here, here, here it is. And now I have an advantage, right? So yeah. I kind of leveled the playing field a little bit, uh, I would say. Now, in speaking of territories, so there, one yes. of the new things that I have written down here that we did not get a chance to try is called land grab. Hmm. Oh, at least I don't think we've tried this. But anyway, uh, it, yeah, it, it's a new mode where there will be three points on the map, okay, hmm. to capture. And you can earn a point when a zone is locked down. So that's the, that's the key difference is that you had to get all three territories under your control in order to score one point. Remember that? Right. This one's different. If you lock down an area, then, then your team gets a point. And then um, it says, uh, okay, so you can earn a point w- uh, when a zone is locked down. If you capture mm-hmm. all three points, then three new zones will appear, and the struggle begins again with the first team to reach 11 winning the match. Mm-hmm. So if you get 11 points, then you, then, then you win the match. 
So that I feel is also an improvement over the territories idea because I found it. I mean, I think that I speak for all the gamers when I say it's kind of a frustrating game mode where it just doesn't, to me, it, it needed to be iterated upon because it's just like, I found it more frustrating than exhilarating. Right. I think that this approach, though, actually fixes that because at least then you feel like you're making progress, progress. where you lock down a particular point and as a result, you get a point for your team. Okay, cool. We're making progress. You know, we don't have to sit here and go back to Alpha or go to Charlie or go to, Bro you know, like, what, what? do you agree? I would say so. Yeah. Well, good, Steve. I'm glad you agree. Did you think <clears throat> that um, the the players all selected for the map were a bit more even like or or because I mean, in, in past and many past maps it seems like okay um i'm inexperienced someone plays every waking hour of the game and we're gonna match you both together <laughs> good luck you know and so i would run out and like every every shot from any gun they have is like right between the eyes, you know, versus me is like spraying and praying sort of thing. <laughs> uh, that's my, that's my level. Right. So I felt like the matchmaking was a bit more even. Did you, did that seem that way to you? You know, I think part of that has to do with, I think a, a lot of the hardcore FPS crowd has probably stopped playing Halo and they've gone on to other FPSs. Hmm. FPS shooters. You sure? FPS first person shooter, shooter. You think that's what it is? You don't think it's they did they tweak the matchmaking at all? It could be. It could be that maybe it's a combination of the two. I mean, I do. I, I was looking at the rankings um, of you know which 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 top games are being played the most, mm. and Halo I don't think is no is in the top ten anymore. I think I think that they've fallen down. They may be in the top twenty. I'm not sure. Interesting. Indeed, Steve. Mm. Indeed. Now, there are other modes, other variants that we didn't get a chance to try. Nah. So I haven't written down here. So new variants to the playlist. There's Ninja Slayer, which you get an infinite um, ammo energy sword and grapple shot loadouts. Sweet. There will be uh, only grapple shots and power equipment available on the map. That sounds like a lot of fun. I didn't see that at all last night. I didn't either. I mean, like we were going up and down the list. I didn't see it. So I what have no that? idea. But I mean, that sounds like totally fun. Like that sounds like classic Halo, right? Like there's only energy swords and grapple hooks. That sounds super fun. Uh, then they have rocket repulsors where like you have infinite amount of ammo for rocket launchers and repulsor loadouts with only repulsors and power equipment available on the map. Again, there's your rocket launcher mode and you have the repulsor ability. So that way you can like, you know, either repulse a rocket being shot at you or repulse them off the map. Like where was this? I don't it's know. It's like nowhere in the selecting, like that see, and that's one of our gripes about the game when it comes to the UI is like, I have, I mean, you saw me, I was going through the whole list there. I couldn't find a thing. Like I was, I was flabbergasted. I'm like, I know the, these variants exist. How, and, and that's why I chose the quick play. Cause I was thinking, Oh, maybe it's just all scattered within that. We played quick play for like an hour and a half. And we came across Catalyst, I think, one time. And then it was cycling yeah. through all the older stuff. But, I mean, there, yeah. And then you have uh, Vampire Ball. Yeah, Vampire Ball, which is a new oddball mode where 
hitting an enemy with the skull one shots enemies and has a 50% shield vampirism, which is good for killing enemies and repairing those shields in one hit. I totally want to play that. I mean, first of all, I love, I mean, we both love ourselves some oddball, but vampire ball sounds like even more fun. And it's so it's just, (laughs) I don't get it. And then finally they have a rumble pit, which is an eight player free for all with a mashup of base modes alongside new variants. We, I think we did that one. That's rumble pit sounds familiar, but yeah, I mean, there are three new modes that just never came up. I had no idea how to even like set it up. Like if there was an option to only play those modes, I couldn't find it. Like, I, I, I don't know what to, what to say, but they do exist. I don't know what to tell you. It's a bunch of malarkey right there. Did it seem like though, um, when what there was a there was a couple times when we started playing uh just like Slayer or whatever, um, where we would always start with the battle rifle. Uh-huh. Was that new? Because I never every time that we've ever started a slayer, it's the assault rifle and the pistol. I want to say that was the rumble pit mode. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because Cause, 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 like, that was Team Slayer. Okay. Because we were, yeah, it was Team Slayer, but I think that was also Rumble Pit as well. Because I remember in like Halo, maybe even two, um, that was a mode where whatever map you were on, you could have, like everybody started out with the battle rifle. And Mm -hmm. I thought that's great because it's a wonderful weapon. And I mean, it's a weapon I seek out personally. Oh, it's one of the best weapons. And so it keeps like, again, it keeps like the, the, it's a level playing field because everybody has a great gun already. It's not like, oh, I know where there's a secret gun and you're going to have the electro pistol, right? And so like, okay, great. I'm going to (laughs) die. Like, just, I know I'm going to die in five seconds. Yeah. Um, But now starting out, I have a great weapon. You have a great weapon and it's all about kind of aim and where you are in the map. And um, I, 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 I don't know if it's new. It was seemed like it was new to me. I don't remember ever playing it that way before. Yeah, no, it was new to me as well. And um, I, I think that's one of the other things that perhaps that we weren't playing when we first got the game was actually going in and doing like just Slayer or Team Slayer. I think we were preoccupied with more of like Fiesta or um, I don't even remember like what some of the other ones. I feel like we did though. Did we? Yeah, we were we were trying everything. Hmm. Everything. Everything. Stop listening to our podcast recording. <laughs> Shut theory. up is what I said. <laughs> so what are your, what, you know, in terms of final thoughts, like, like what are your impressions of Halo season two? Well, I would say if they continue on this path, this vein, that I would be more interested in playing more Halo multiplayer mm-hmm. because before it, w- it was just, it just got to be not fun. Yeah. I mean, I was I was so frustrated that the matchmaking wasn't even and I, I don't I want to play the game and I want to live longer than five seconds. Literally, like I'm you know, here respawn and then like, oh look at that guy. Pow, good, easy kill. Like <laughs> I took a couple steps and then I died. I didn't even like, you know, see anybody. Um, so the more fun the game is, the longer I'm gonna wanna come back and play it and play it for an extended period of time. Right. Um, and so uh, I mean it was way overdue for new maps. And yes, it's only two new maps, but hey, if they keep on bringing this stuff out, then that's just going to be, you know, fantastic. And with the, with the, the, these new game modes that are seem like they were more in the older game, uh, the older Halo games, 
I think that's what they really have to do to bring back that core audience. Really. Yeah. Um, I think the, the newer stuff, I just don't really feel like they had a, 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 gra- a grasp on it. Um, but I think that they're, um, they're making some better choices. Well, excellent, Steve. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you are encouraged. I, I share that sentiment. I think that this is definitely a big move in the right direction uh, simply because outside of the, the single player campaign, I really was not interested in, in pursuing the multiplayer mode just because I, I wasn't into the selection of maps. And plus there are just a lot of different issues that were going on that were plaguing the overall game experience. I still ran into one of the issues, which is, I mean, we were playing a match in particular and then I got booted out. Like the game, the match was not over. I lost connection and it like shot me back to the main menu and I'm surprised that they have not fixed that yet because that has been there since day one. Mm. Having said that though, looking at the new maps, like you were saying, you know, like, like there are these two new maps, which I feel are very appropriate for halo. They, there are a lot of sensibilities within each of these maps that I found myself thoroughly enjoying. I'm like, yes, this is, this is what I want. I want to see more of this. I am a bit surprised that we only received two new maps, considering the fact that this game came out, was it last November? Mm-hmm. And 343 has been quiet. Like, if you recall, like, once the game launched and they had, I think, maybe some little hot fixes or whatever. Company they, company vacation. Yeah, I mean, it was just silent. And so yeah. it, was, it, it was just kind of also kind of a head scratcher in the sense, because I'm thinking, okay, this is one of Microsoft's flagship titles surely they're going to be on, you know, Johnny on the spot, so to speak. And like, you know, be working crazy amounts of time to like get all this additional DLC content, you know, farther along than, than it was. And, um, and for whatever reason, it was like, okay, well, this is what we have. This is what we're going to drop for you. I am glad that they did listen to the community because I think the community has been very vocal in terms of the issues that they've had with the game, as well as like the things that they think are positives, you know, that are pluses. And I think, you know, as I go down this list, you know, we haven't experienced at least 50% of these new play modes, but they all sound super fun. They all bring me back to more of like, you know, the Halo 3 days, right? Or Halo Reach days of multiplayer when it comes to Halo, which is a very, very good thing. I think that 343 definitely needs to put some TLC into their UI. They've got to be able to streamline some of these pain points so that like when it comes to the the end user like us, you know, if I want to be able to like, again, custom, have the ability to, to filter and customize which multiplayer maps I want to play. That would be amazing. You would have so many people jumping for joy over that because that way they can kind of tailor how they want to play the game or have other options too. Where like every time there is some sort of new DLC drop where they drop new maps, if you only want to play those new maps, there should be an option to select that. Easy fix. Overall though, I'm, I'm encouraged. I gotta say I'm encouraged by, I will as a result. I mean, I think we are going to be resuming playing more halo multiplayer here and there. I mean, it's certainly back on my to playlist as opposed to where it was before, which I was just kind of like, well, (laughs) I I really don't have interest in, in going back to this. And of course, Elden ring is taking up the lion's share of my time currently. But I mean, I've, there are other titles like horizon forbidden West that I still need to play through as well. And that are on my to playlist. So, I mean, 
343 needs to continue iterating. They need to continue polishing and massaging this title. I think, you know, and again, I think that, that if they're able to make the right decisions, I think they could totally, this, this will be a Phoenix down story. If you know what I'm saying, Steve. Yeah. Phoenix down from final fantasy seven. You have to use one of those to raise somebody from being knocked out. Indeed. Mm. I knew you'd get that reference. Mm -hmm. That wraps up this particular episode of Joygasm. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm, which is spelled J-O-Y-G-A-S-M, and consider becoming a monthly contributor. We'll give you exclusive perks and early access to the show, not to mention it financially helps us continuing doing joygasm. Also, make sure you pistol whip that notification <coughs> bell. Maybe set your iron sights on that subscription button. See how I did that backwards? That way you will not miss a single episode of Joygasm that drops once a week, every week. And while you're at it, you can do a search for at Joygasm TV on your favorite social media platform of choice. We're on just about all of them. Lots of fun little goodies and stuff on there. And mm. finally, make sure that you do a search for us for at Joygasm TV on Twitch. To see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. We are going to be looking forward to rejoining with all of you next week as we talk about HBO Max's Tokyo Vice. We'll see you then. 